to the Shrink Think Podcast. I'm Aaron. And I'm Nathan, and we're both licensed professional counselors in Oregon, here to open up our lives and minds with you. We are your companion on the journey to grow your healthcare practice, yourself, and your relationships. To get you started, we've got a free email course on our website, shrinkthinkpodcast.com forward slash course, with practical steps on overcoming your fear and anxiety. Thank you for joining us on the Shrink Think Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the Shrink Think Podcast. You know, today we are on episode 101, and it's kind of like the day after your birthday. <laughs> I gotta say, it's like you look forward to it, you're excited, like you get together with your friends and you have a party, um, and you feel great. And then you wake up the next day and you're like, oh, I gotta wait another year <laughs> <laughs> yeah. to get that birthday. It's like, okay, we hit 100. It was super fun, had a great celebration, and now we're like, okay, we just got to keep keep trucking along, and that's where we are. We're excited to be here, though. 101, it's not just a highway. <laughs> that's right. It's a lot, or introductory class in college. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Today, we're going to be uh, launching a, a, a little mini-series, not a TV show, although if anyone would like to produce us, let us know. <laughs> we are going to be launching a little mini-series uh, for adult children, and parents. One of our colleagues, Tracy Beagle, uh, she works in office with us, a great friend. She was talking to me about an issue that some of her clients were bringing to her. And she's like, hey, could you guys speak to this? That'd be great. And it was actually a great topic because I've had this myself as well as a therapist. And as I was sharing it with Nathan, we're like, oh, yeah, like that. We've got like a wealth of experience with that, right? Because this is uh, like an age old problem, you could say. And, And the problem you could say is when when you're a parent and you've got children and if the children grow up everything you thought you knew goes out the window you're like what do i do now the whole goal was to raise these little people into adults well here they are and now what do i do and then on the other side when you're the child you, i mean you're just like going through life you know like <laughs> sucking your thumb and get, <laughs> getting good grades and stuff at 20 years old <laughs> no 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 like <laughs> this is the whole growing up experience <laughs> you're just like going through life you know waking up and uh, eating your oatmeal and going to school riding the bus and whatever and then all of a sudden boom you're like 20 years old you're an adult and you're like wow i have all this freedom I can do all these things like I don't need no parents, you know, I'm my own person. You're exploring your independence and like, well, what does that even mean? And how do you interact with these people that used to change your diaper for so long? And now you, you can change your own diaper. <laughs> I really hope that's kind of not true. There's no diapers involved at this point. I'm- Correct. Let's hope not. Um, but that's going to be the topic for today. But first... We would like to encourage you, if you have not already done so, to head over to the Apple Podcast Store, find the Shrink Thing Podcast, that's us, and give us a five-star review. If you like our content, if you love listening to us, you're entertained, and you're learning stuff, then share it with somebody. Leave us a review. Write us a little review of what you've learned or how it's been helpful for you. And of course, leave us those five stars. We are collecting stars now, um, episodes 100 and above. We would love to reach... I don't know. Let's pick a number like 5,000 stars. Oh, wow. That's so, yeah, 5,000. That's only 5,000. What about 5,000? 
and five, <laughs> and five. yes, <laughs> and five thousand and five. So leave us a re- leave us a review. Uh, give us five stars. Let us know. Um, honestly, we just we want the feedback and we want people to know. We've been getting some feedback from people that's like, wow, this is like really good, and and we just want to pass the message along so more people can hear about us. And when you leave us a review, more people can find us. So all that said, we are starting episode 101, part one of this two-part little mini-series. Today, we're going to be speaking to the adult children. And in the next episode, 102, we'll talk to the parents. So first of all, what's going on for these adult children? Uh, who are they? Like, how old are they? What are the situations? And like, what's kind of the, the issue from their standpoint, whether they know it or not? Yeah, I think the biggest... So first to start off, we're probably talking about 20 to 29. Um, and, and probably closer to 26, um, on average. And, and I want to speak a little bit to, it's not really entirely what we're talking about, but I feel like for parents that are listening to this, I think that this may be important that about 2009, 2010, there was, there was this dramatic shift that happened. I, I don't actually have a clue as to why, but prior to those years, uh, it was really, one of those thoughts that if you weren't out of the home by the time you're 20, you're 18 or 19, um, you're a loser. Like <laughs> that was kind of the assumption. And then this miracle happens inside of those years in 2009 or 10, where all of a sudden it's like, nope, no big deal. You know, like, Hey, you can stay out here 26 or whatever. Um, and since then it's been much more of, of a thing. And I think that's why this is kind of even more of an issue in a way, because it, um, in your early twenties, it's, it's pretty likely that you're still at home. And part of the issue that you've got to start to do is to take ownership and responsibility of your life. Yeah. And we're just to be clear, we're not going to actually be speaking to you. If you're the, you know, the adult, the 20 something, we're not speaking to you as like, here's what you need to do with your life, or you need to move out, or you need to like stay at home. Like we're, we're going to try to accommodate lots of different scenarios whether you are staying at home and you're you're working a job to save up some money, or maybe you're uh, living at home and you are going to, to college, going to school, you're trying to you know get some get a degree or something underneath your belt for your career, or even if you're not living at home, if you're living on your own with friends or in an, a house or apartment on your own, really, it's it, all of those situations are fine. That's not really the issue. The issue isn't you know your living situation, your job, your career. It's Whatever you're doing, you still have to interact with these people that you called mom and dad that now you have a different kind of relationship with them. So I guess I would say it's between like 22 and 26, because those are kind Mm. of the ages that people are adjusting in their relationship. Um, I think maybe 18 to 22 ish um, people, you're kind of you're fleeing the nest, fleeing the coop and you're kind of doing your own thing. And yeah, there are some kind of you know, negotiable kinds of things. But in some ways, it's like you just kind of have your freedom, your parents have their freedom. And then at some point after that, it's like, wait a minute, I think we need to renegotiate this and actually look at our relationship. What what is it? And how are we going to relate together? Well, it's you're prompted in in a lot of ways to do that. But the reason why I think we're talking about this is because that's hugely avoided. Think of it like this, which might might sound weird but it's i think it's true what we're trying to do essentially is to move you from child parent relationship to human human relationship like you're both humans it kind of happened miraculously you've been underneath kind of this contract assumed contract of sorts 
since like birth to 22, 20, well, maybe even depending on when you left for college, right? And how, how much independence you have um, to a new contract of like, okay, these people are, are more, these parents are more your peers than they are your parents. You're, you're, you might use them and um, hope that they give you mentorship, but you could do that with other older people also. And how would you treat them? And, and how would you be yourself with them? That's the kind of thing we're talking about. Yeah. As I was kind of setting this up with Nathan beforehand, I was talking, <laughs> I was talking about this situation where what I hear all the time is these adult children might treat their parents. You guys might treat your parents a certain way. Um, but then you'll go over to your buddy's house and his parents are there and you're like really respectful of them. <laughs> you're like <laughs> communicative and, and whatever. And it's like, well, you treat these other parents this way because they're not your parents. And that's kind of the, the shift that we're trying to make is from y your parents where you're just like kicking them to the curb. I mean, not really, but like, you know, you have such a familiarity with these people and you want to buck the system. You want to kind of buck the authority in some sense to gain your own independence but in some ways, if you don't do that intentionally, you're you're not really taking up that responsibility in a healthy way. Yeah, we don't. I mean, it's not really until you get, quite frankly, quite a bit older before you you no longer are are quite as bothered or needy, for lack of a better word, to get the I'm proud of you from your parents. You kind of still want that in your 20s, whether you want to admit it or not. Um, and so it's it's kind of intuitively difficult to think of them not as parents, but that's what we're kind of asking you to do. Because the reality is, is that it's very easy to shift into relation, relational dynamics. It's just kind of, they just, they just pull you like a gigantic magnet. I'll give you one example. Um, if you did go outside of the home for whatever reason, and you come back, like, let's say you went to college, you come back for spring break or sub, some reason, you will shift right in with your younger sibling. You will shift right into the whatever kind of stupid dynamics that you have. And you'll right. know you're doing it and you'll do it anyway. And you have like no control. <laughs> you're like going down the slip and slide and you're like, woo, here I am. I remember going somewhere with my parents. I came home. I was 19. My brother was 16. And um, we're in the back of the car. And, and, uh, and I had came home for the summer from college. And he pokes me in the leg in the back of the car. And I'm like, really? I just ignore him. He pokes me again. <laughs> right. I'm too mature for this. I, I'm, I'm, this is not, nothing's going to happen. And I'm like, really? And he pokes me again. It's like, now this is the third time. I'm like, so I hit him in the arm and he, and, he, and I don't hit him that hard. And he goes, oh my gosh, I can't <laughs> believe it, mom. He hit me. You know, my mom actually said, am I going to have to separate you two? <laughs> and, which I just start laughing like, You've got to be kidding me right now. But that's what we're talking about. And it can take quite a bit of energy to buck that system. So the example that would be more current, and I, and I know Aaron wants to kind of weigh in on this, is that if you're at home and you think, um, and meaning homes, you're still with your parents, right? You're like 24. You're working on different things. And you think, oh, I got to stop at the store. There's some stuff that I want, but you don't really want to. And they do have this food in their house and they have this and your mom's just going to want to give you this anyway. I'll just let mom make me dinner. You know, like we're asking you to not do that. Like, <laughs> Yeah, because as, as I think about this, there are three main things that you want to consider that will kind of flesh out here. Boundaries, 
boundaries for yourself, communication with your parents, and then need or support. Uh, because as you get older, these things are all changing, right? When you're younger, you don't really have boundaries, you know, like <laughs> I saw this thing on Instagram that was like, it sucks to be a little kid. You're like having a, a, a hard day and you're crying. And then an adult walks over and like checks your diaper to see if you pooped your pants. <laughs> what it's so funny it's like that's what happens like you have no boundaries your parent just walks over and oh, yeah he pooped his pants that's why he's crying i'm hoping that you don't cry because of that now although i think that you would and it would make sense circling back out of the meme machine go ahead Aaron. okay i think i've pulled it together so boundaries are something that you're developing for yourself and you actually now can use them right you can now say to your parents, uh, no, that's not something I want to do, or no, I don't have time for that, or I've got other plans. You can actually say no, and your parents have to be like, I, oh, you're your own person. I have to respect your boundary. So um, the, the first thing we want to talk about is um, boundaries. Like, what are your boundaries for yourself of like, what, what, do you, what do you want to do? Like, you're doing stuff in your life. You've got a work, a job that you're working Maybe you are going to school, you're taking some credits, maybe you're in a relationship, maybe you're just developing friendships and you're hanging out with your friends and you know, having the time of your life or whatever. And your parents only fit into a small part of that. Maybe it's once a week or every other week or something like that. Where in your life are these people that are human beings that have invested a lot into you? Where are they going to fit in your life? And it can't just be something that you push to the curb right, where it's like they don't mean anything to you. But on the other side, if you are maybe a little enmeshed with your family, where are you going to isolate them into to where you can have your own life, your own separation from them? Because you really do need to explore, like, what are you doing in your life? What are you, who are you apart from your family and your parents and develop some of your own independence and autonomy? So boundaries are kind of defining um, what's my time and then what am I willing to give to my family? Right. So. One of the things that you probably notice first with boundaries is that you want to assert what your opinion or what your value is on something. And so you know, like, well, I just said X, Y, Z, so they should respect that. And that's true, but that's also both ways. So in my previous example, what I was saying about the groceries and you're coming home and you're falling into it, I don't mean that you should just simply not do that. What I mean is the way you you don't do that, for example, would be maybe you call your mom or dad and you say, hey, so I'm on my way home. I was going to pick up some food um, and and I'm wondering if we have anything at the house or if it'd be OK if if um, I just ate some of what you guys have. Right. So you're respecting the ownership of what's going on, the boundaries and the kind of the developing the newer relationship as you go. It's it's no longer you're no longer working from an assumption of how these interactions are supposed to go. Yeah, or maybe another one. I like this kind of food example. It's like if you're going to go out to a restaurant, um, you're no longer assuming your parents are going to pay for it. Because when you're little, you know, they take you out and they pay for everything. But as you get older, you're 20-something, like, no, you can pay for yourself. And I think the assumption can and should be, I am willing to pay for myself. I'm, I brought cash or if you've got your card you pull it out and you're gonna you know split the check for yourself or whatever and if your parents decide that they want to cover it okay that's fine you can have that conversation but you've offered and that's the change in the relationship where you're now stepping up and contributing as an equal adult 
Yeah, and that that really upholds um, some other pieces of boundaries, right? Because then it it when they are allowing you to stay in their home, which is of course your childhood home, but it's their home. I mean, they had it before you, <laughs> you know, like really, and they've never not had it. So yeah, or if you're visiting, you know, if you've got your own place and you're coming over, you know, one of the things that I think people will do is like they'll come in and they'll open the pantry, or they'll open the fridge, or like you know, or you're having your you're going to have dinner together. And it's like, you're one thing you associate with your parents is like, they're providing meals for you. And as you get older, it's like, that needs to not be an assumption, or you need to contribute in some way toward that. Whether it's I'm giving you some money, I'm picking up some groceries, I'm bringing something of my own, you know, to the meal, or even it could be simply I'm offering to spend time with you in exchange for, you know, having a meal with you or whatever. So it's no longer just a like a take relationship, but you're now giving something. And that's a little bit of a boundary that we're talking about here. So the second thing I want to jump into then is communication, because that kind of goes along with that. When you're younger, I mean, you're sort of forced into communicating what you're doing. I think especially when you're a teenager, it's like, what's your schedule? You know, when are you going to be home? Make sure you call first or whatever. You have like have to ask for permission. But when you get older and you're 20 something, you no longer have to ask any of that. I think it's especially tricky when you're living with your parents where you do need to communicate like, okay, this is my work schedule. If you're going to be out with friends, you do need to communicate like when you're going to be back. Obviously, if it's going to be late or if you're bringing somebody with you again, that affects your parents. It's their home and they need to know like when you're going to be back around because they still have some responsibility over you living in their home. But what we're really talking about is just the respect of communication about what you've got going on, which is not to say you have to say everything that's going on. Yeah, it's not about, um, I mean, you think of the, like, the idea of letting somebody know, like, in general, what you're going to be home. I mean, there's, parents are still parents. I mean, the fact, it's like. And we'll get to you, we'll get to okay. you in the next yeah. episode. Just wait. Yeah. And, and I would say, I would put it actually broad enough to say. Anybody that cares for you, that knows that you're not where you're supposed, where you should be according to a certain time frame, is going to start getting anxious and worried. It's just gonna happen, and that goes for roommates. I mean, if when I was, I had like we were a group of four dudes with um, back in college, we would let each other know when 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 there was going to be some odd part to our schedule. I mean, we didn't really talk about what we were doing, but yeah, we would say like you know all the time what's happening with right. each other. We just kind of knew that like, oh, um, we're not going to like my schedule is going to be weird tonight. I'm not going to be home till like three probably or whatever. And then people will be like, OK, and then that's it. Um, th- the thing with parents is, is a lot of times I think you feel like and this is what we're kind of challenging you to just kind of think of differently. You feel like, like I don't have to tell them, uh, you know, this is my life. Right. I'm 20 something now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, well, that's true. But do them a solid like. And, um, and like we said, parents will get to you later on that whole thing. And do yourself a solid, like grow up, right? That's really what it comes down to is, um, you are, you are not like this big child anymore where you are like an independent person and you don't have to communicate as a fellow adult, you know, like, and you can think about your job as well. If you can't come in or if you need to change your shift, uh, switch your shift around or something, you would let your boss know through regular communication, right? Or if you needed to take time off, you're going to use regular communication. Your parents are like that as well. You need to communicate about some of the things that are going on, some of the needs that you have, or just how things are going to impact them. 
or when you can spend time with them. And, and in a lot of that, your communication will have to change, right? It can no longer just be short and quick and sort of thoughtless. Kind of need to put a little bit more time into it of like, okay, I need to like stop and like acknowledge this like I do with my own friends instead of just, you know, fluff it off or whatever. It's a lot of, you know, that acknowledgement is a lot of being honest with your own self. Like if you're, you know, mom or is going to the grocery store and constantly picking you things up and they're bringing and you're like, and honestly, what you do in between work shifts is nothing except for maybe hanging out with friends. You need to be honest with yourself and go, wow, my mom is actually doing this all the time. She does not have to do that. And she really doesn't, by the way, at all. Yep. And, and they could actually kick you out of their house and the police would make it happen. And this that is something that we do encourage as therapists. So just be warned. I want to get to the third one really quickly before we end the episode here. And that is that is need or support. Right. So what I always say is um, when you get older and you become your own person, your parents are no longer like this obligated, like advice giving machine. We're like, you should do this. And what have you thought about that? All of a sudden, your parents really kind of need to go silent. They need to act more as consultants. And we'll talk to them about that in the next episode. But for you listening, if you're 20 something, you're listening, you don't need your parents advice. In fact, a lot of times you don't want it. You want to try things for yourself. You want to ask your friends, you maybe even ask your friends, parents, you want to get outside counsel. uh, That's not your family, not your parents. And that's a good thing. So, but that still means that you need to let your parents know when you do need something or need support or need advice, and you need to let them know when you do not. Yeah. So it's really a matter with that communication and, and the advice piece, what you're doing is you're, you're taking ownership over what your life is, right? You're just taking ownership of your life. You're acknowledging that like, well, these people are a part of my life. I care about them. They care about me. And I'm going to own my life and I'm going to still share it with them. And that doesn't mean when they give advice that you have to take it or do it. It's, it's kind of like, oh, well, that's, it, I'll add that to my list of advice that I've gotten from all the people I've asked. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's simple communication. It's simple ownership. And all we're saying is grow up. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to our show. Don't forget to head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts to leave us a review and subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. You can also visit our website at www.shrinkthinkpodcast.com forward slash course and sign up for our free email course, Nine Ways to Overcome Fear and Self-Doubt. And you'll get nine weeks worth of customized, practical strategies you can use to get past the fear that's holding you back in your life. Thanks again for listening. 